because all people say music is subjective. It so, is subjective. So then we can never have a greatest. Like a greatest of all time. I mean, it's Somebody not. I could say Lil Xan. It's not going to be factual. Okay, well, but that's, like a, nobody that's, that's a, an opinion that's unpopular. Okay. We're recording, by the way, though. But, yeah, keep going. So. But, yeah. Ah. We don't really amount to We'll start. About. No, we'll start with this. Because I get what you're saying. Music can be objective, but it's not going to ever be factual. But see, like in basketball, you can like look at numbers like, oh, he gave his team this many wins. Oh, he scored this many points per game. If we look at numbers in music, it's just, oh, did he sell the most records? Because you know that. Well, there's no stats in music. Yeah. So how do we look at it? I don't know. I mean, music is tough because basically if you say, all right, here's here's, uh, B.I.G. and here's Jay-Z. Tell me who's the better rapper. It's it's hard to say because, yeah. I mean, obviously you can make a case for both of them to be the greatest rapper of all time, and Jay Z is probably the, like numbers wise, Jay Z is probably the most successful rapper of all time. But then people would say, well, Biggie is the most influential rapper, or arguably the most influential rapper of all time because Jay uses you know some of his lyrics or whatnot, and look at the amount of people like during that era that were inspired by Biggie, but. It's yeah. not like without Biggie, there'd be no judge. Yeah, but it's not like re like it's not rebounds. There's no blocks. There's no points. There's no assists. Like you know, if you if you're debating with somebody, and it's like okay, who's better, Nas or Common? I mean, I, I think Nas is better. So if I came up, no, I'll just I'll be a random dude. If I came up and I said Logic is the greatest rapper of all time, okay, I I think you'd have a very unpopular opinion. And I think you're fucking crazy. But can you, <laughs> but can you call that person crazy for just believing that? I mean, they if they like Logic and they think Logic is their like that's their god, then I mean, hey. But if you go up to a group of twenty people and tell them, hey, Logic is the best rapper ever, those twenty people are gonna look at you fucking crazy. <laughs> but if you tell them Tupac is the greatest rapper ever then maybe only 10 people will look at you crazy. Or maybe only, like, five people will. Because yeah. there's more to suggest that Tupac, at least, like, lyrically, influentially, is the best rapper of all time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I guess music can be... It can be. and Like, everyone has their favorites. Like, on the Joe Budden podcast, like, the other week, they were talking about how... uh you know, when they release their, like, their their best album, like, there's a, there's some people who, when they make their list for, like, albums of the year, it's like, okay, are we talking about your personal favorite albums, or are we talking about best albums in terms of, like, criticism, like, critique, you know, because you could say, if someone asks you, what's your favorite song this year, you might have a song that, like, is just really stupid, but it's your favorite song of the year, but if somebody says, what's the best song of this year? You Then you'd be like, okay, maybe it's like Nas Echo or something like that. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, this is clearly something that's like really artistic. Something that's like really lyrical. Like, that's what you might say. But, you know, 
things are different in music. Because in basketball and sports, we have stats. And stats and eye tests are kind of like combined and give us like a good idea of who is the best. But in music, we just don't have that. Music, we just have numbers and... Yeah, like sales. That's really all we have. And sales can be influenced by a number of things. Especially now where it's like streaming and shit. Yeah. And that goes back to like the Jay-Z verse on What's Free on Meek's album. So we're going straight into Meek's album? Yeah, might as well. Okay. All right. So have you listened? I've listened to about half of it. You're so fake, dog. I told you to listen to I've been told you that's to listen to like, Lupe's bro, album that's about like, two podcasts ago, and you still haven't that's listened. That's why I was like, all right, we're going to do that uh, podcast bro, on Saturday. the album came out last night okay. or yesterday. But yeah, but everyone's talking about it. I was like, all right, I feel like everyone's going to be talking about this Meek album. Let's do the podcast I've, I've listened to the, to the most relevant songs. Okay, so. Like what we're about to talk so about with What's around. Free. No, I, <laughs> I press play. <laughs> How many songs in total did you listen to? You said half? Uh... Let me look. Let me look at the track. I it's it's a kind of long album. It's like nine. Yeah. So I, if it was a regular album, I probably would have got through. But damn, I, I can't sit there for three hours. And <laughs> I mean, I thought I thought it was a little long. I got up. It was like yeah. I stopped at the like tic tac toe song. Tic tac toe. Oh yeah, that's a uh, take yeah. Heath to that one. What's your favorite uh, feature? Who Kodak Black? Yeah. I could not name you. Five Kodak Black songs. She was playing it on my while I was walking in. What song? What Kodak Black <laughs> song was I playing? All right. Anyway. All right. So the Meek album. From an overall standpoint. Okay. So you haven't listened to the whole thing, but from an overall standpoint, I'll tell you how I felt. Okay. I thought the Meek album. I thought this was the best Meek album that I've heard on the first listen. So on the first listen, I enjoyed this more than any Meek album, and I'll tell you why. It's because I felt like. Meek's like previous albums, I feel like it was more like party street shit, like some trap shit. You know, it's it's like it's more stuff that you know, like the typical person might want from an album. Like, all right, that party the, the, shit. Yeah, these are the moves that maybe, I enjoy. Maybe play some music in yeah. the gym. Yeah, something like in the car. Yeah, shit you can play with your friends and yeah. not have to like think extra hard about. So. It was interesting to me for this album in the sense that he starts off with that Phil Collins. You've heard the intro, right? Yeah. Okay. The Phil Collins the sample. Yeah. The yeah. Phil Collins. That shit's hard. And then it goes into uh, trauma. And that's I got like, like that a song. yeah, and that's got like a mature like subject matter. Like he's talking about a lot he of different. In, he went in on that second. Yeah. yeah and he's talking about a lot of different things on this album that are like really different. Like it, it was different to hear Meek like consistently looking to like rap with substance yeah i think it's because he i mean he kind of got incarcerated yeah you know wrongfully with all the jail shit yeah so he probably came out like yo yeah he had to talk about some yeah, shit I, we, some we shit gotta talk shit. about this yeah. yeah and it came out good like lyrically i thought this was the best meek has ever been Content-wise, I thought this was the best Meek has ever been. Substance-wise, I mean, it's there. Like, he's just very mature, and he got his shit off. And it, like, overall, you can tell that, yeah, they're, the cuts on the album that are driven for those, like, casual, don't have to think about it much moods, where it's, like, trap, club, you know, R&B record, whatever, those are okay to me. Like, those songs, they're just all right. But the real, like, standout tracks on the album are the tracks where Meek 
is delivering like substance or his features are de- delivering substance like championships trauma the intro uh what's free uh the oodles and noodles babies thing like to me those are like the best tracks on there so i mean it, to me it was just refreshing to hear meek like actually like have like that layer to him like on his album yeah i i agree uh I like all the features. You got Fabulous. I I actually like the Uptown song. Did you like it? Mm, it's okay. I like Fabulous. I, I, I like mean, Faz verse. I like it, it, the track. Looks better on paper than the than you when it is when you hear it. Savage. Um, <laughs> Cardi Cardi B. Oh yeah, that Cardi B song is hard too. Yeah, Cardi Cardi came in. Cardi killed that shit. She she was taking shots at Nicki. I think always, so. Always. I think so. You think uh, Cardi B and Meek Mill are a better pair than Nicki and Meek on songs? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I did think it was interesting that Cart that after the Nicki breakup, that Meek has Cardi on her, his album. Hey, I mean, it, I mean, it's probably nothing, savage, but I did savage. think that was interesting. Nah, that's sad. <laughs> I mean, if you, so, like, if you broke up with your girl and then you made an album and you had like. The person she hates on, like on a feature. Yeah, record. that's savage. Like you out here. <laughs> so you, so you, out even, here okay, but even if, even if that that girl is like a good rapper, or she's like, or she's got like, she's good at what she does. I mean, that's why I be telling people like, yo, she, she nice. That's why I put up on there. I think I might do that too. Wow. Uh, I mean, hey, business man. Rick Ross and Jay Z on what's free. That's probably that's the standout biggest track, track on yeah. this album. Who, who, well, obviously Jay Z had the best verse on that. Did you like that? Okay, Respect the Game is one of the songs I like. That's straight. Um, did you like Splash Warning? No. <laughs> Yo, when that hook came out, I thought I was going to be the only one who hated it. It, that's, it was some corny. That's like, there's like always, a, there's always <laughs> at least one song on every album where you can tell that somebody was trying to like force it to like, please like a record label executive or to like please a certain demographic and this was one of them because it had like doesn't have like future and young thug on it yeah it's like to me it's just like generic like trap song number five like it it doesn't mean anything it's just it's there to fill a specific purpose and that's it there's nothing there's nothing to it people will bump it in their cars whatever whatever but it's not a good song so we blame the label for it I think so. To me, it sounded like it sounded like it because it doesn't. To me, it it doesn't flow with the album at all. Like if you take that song out, no one cares. <laughs> think about it. Because you, you, some future fans. Okay, but future, like future is good for that type of song. But at this point, it's just like some of the songs that he does as features are really forced because it's like it's like all right, I gotta have a future song or I gotta have like a young like I gotta have that type of like vibe on this record like i gotta have a song like that on this album so people go out and they get them for it and it's just to fill a void there's nothing like really like interesting about it it's just it's it's there like it's like a copy and paste track you know yeah that's it's definitely a skippable yeah in my opinion so it's and then that that's like I mean, after he had party tracks on it he didn't need to put that on there but he's done like better party tracks didn't yeah. that then that song come after what's free or is that after respect the game? After respect the game, but yeah, yeah. that song ruined that like whole transition. Stretch. Is because <laughs> like yeah, the well. first part of the album, I was I was like, all right, yeah, this, I'm I'm fucking with this, and then like that song come, I'm like, man, what the hell is this shit? <laughs> I'm like splash warning, like what? Um, uh, 
What about the Drake song? Do you like that? I like it. It's on the first listen, I was like, all right. When you see it on the track list and you're like, all right, they're about to fuck this shit up. And then I listened to it the first time, I'm just like At first, yeah. I was like, eh, it's okay. I listen to it again, straight. I'm just like, all right. Like the more you listen to it, it's I like Rico better. Yeah. Unique and Drake song. Rico is better. This doesn't have that it doesn't have that same like hook. Like it doesn't have like a great hook on it. But yeah. it's got a it's got a Drake verse that's solid, but could be better. It's got a meat mer- uh, be verse that's, you know, straight. Like, this isn't kind of weird hearing, like, Meek say, I might just go back to back with Drizzy or something like that. Now, that's scary. Isn't that kind of, like, crazy? Yeah, he got chill. That's kind of <laughs> weird, though. Like, is it? I mean, I, I know they're cool now, but isn't that, like. Yeah. I mean, that just show. That's, he just wanted to put some wordplay on it. But doesn't that show you, like, kind of, like, now who Meek is now? Or like what, like just the way he thinks now is that, you know, he's, you know, he's buried these, you know, past beefs, and, you know, he feels comfortable enough to say like a line like that. Where it's, Man, it's just, been a long time. It's been what three years? Two years? Yeah. Plus he went to jail. Plus Drake just had a beef. I mean, because their beef was never. It was never really like crazy personal. It was over like nah, music yeah. for the most part. It like was, that was a good. That was a good beef for hip hop. Yeah, it was a moment. Nothing where, you know, people were going to get, well. Nobody was going to get shot. Yeah. Over that. <laughs> but but me, me got to chill because, you know, he'd been, he been bodied before. I'm just by Drake. Who? Oh, it's about game? Ca- Cassidy. Oh, oh and yeah, game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God damn, I forgot about okay, that. Okay, but that was when Meek was wild and, like, it was just like, all right, fuck everybody. Whoever wants it can get it, but nobody was getting it except him. <laughs> it was it was weird because he was like, all right, fuck Cassidy, he fuck game, all them niggas going at like he he never made up with game though. Game, yeah, I don't think he did. Him and game, game, game always ready. Well, yeah, game feeds off that type of shit. That nah, like, he game he is ready. like game is on the list of like if you made a list of people who you don't want to get in a rap beef with, game is probably like in that top five. Cause he'll put all his soul. Yeah, he'll put all everything. his yeah. He'll drop his kids <laughs> Who? Okay, wait, wait. Who, yeah. Who's a? Who's a like? Who's like their top five people you would never want to get in a rap beef with? Who's Ma? Yeah, just like all the top of your head, if you could think of some. Like right now, not all time, but like right now. Um, Kendrick. What? You don't want to get in a rap beef with Kendrick. How? Why why would I know? He he doesn't have like Sleeping Giant. No. Kendrick is not up there. That you wouldn't want to get in a rap beef with. We don't know anything about his rap beef. You remember when Buster Rhymes shit on Ja Rule? Maybe. People Ja okay, not Ja. Uh Buster to me it's kind of like the same thing. Kendrick is better than Buster Rhymes, but like Buster Rhymes, he kind of has like that sleeping giant effect where it's just kind of like all fun and games. He's real chill, but when you say something about him, it's just a trigger. To me, Kendrick, I think, will be that same type where it's just like, all right. That's all speculation, though. Yeah. But about I mean, people we know we don't want to fuck with. I, I know I wouldn't want to get in a rap beef with Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> he would I, win. Yo, I wouldn't want to get in a beef with Cass. Cassie, okay. I wouldn't want to get in a rap beef with probably Nas, M. Yeah, I think M's not on that list for me anymore. 
Just because of the MGK shit? <laughs> no. What? I mean, I mean just not a, he's not as... He's a... I mean, M is one of the best ever at disses, but to me, I feel like he's just lost a step. I feel like he could be taken. MGK is just light work. Alright. That's just light work to me. I don't know. I don't know. Probably game. Oh, we so already said your, that. Yeah. So that's your five. Uh, Yeah, they already say five. Yeah. That's just off. What about J. Cole? Nah. You wouldn't want to get it. You, you'd be all right getting a rap. I mean, I, I, we know he can rap very, very, very well. What about, what about Push? Nah, oh, Push is up there then. Because he, he'll take it to another level too. What about Drake? No. No, he's, he's not. really only lost to Pusher. Drake's not on my top five that I wouldn't yeah. want to fuck with. I feel like Drake would be different because I feel like he could. There's always that potential of going back to back, of the back to back, and you don't want that. Drake is just so high up. It's just, I mean, yeah, it's hard and, to take him down. What about O'Malley? Meek's uh, cousin. All right, so. Uh, <laughs> On the next, the next track we had. Um, did, did you ever hear that freestyle? <laughs> about, was it like Hot Nights? He was like, it's like on that's on the game's this track. Where it's on like, Shade Forty Five, maybe. Yeah, he was like, uh, uh, uh. Oh, I don't know. It was a weird. Yeah, who? What, what's dude's name that does yeah. that radio? Sway. Sway. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I think it I, was on that one. It was on that one. Damn, bro. Yeah, that's a that's a downfall. What's that? Top five worst free freestyles ever. Top one probably. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> all right, but um, all right. So, what whatever songs did you hear on the Meek album? Back to the Meek album. The championship song is dope. That's that's the beat a, on that yeah. fire. Yeah, I'm glad that's a dope song because it's the name of the album. Yeah, Drake song almost slipped. I don't really remember that one. I feel like towards the end of the album, it kind of gets like it starts to fall off a little to me. It's still a good album, but it's yeah, just I like mean, towards the end, I'm just like, eh. most right. of the star futures aren't there anymore. But yeah. Good. It's, it's a very good. long album, but uh, yeah. yeah, I think he could have cut like a few. If he would have made this like maybe like 13, 14 songs, I think it'd be a much better album. It's now either a very long album or a very short album. Yeah, I mean, nights, but like, I feel like people aren't doing in between, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think I think more and more we're gonna see people like shortening their albums. Like we're gonna see more like 10, 11, 12 songs. I could do that. Yeah, because it's just quicker to... 10 or 11. 10 or 11 dope songs? Yeah. I mean, yeah, hopefully. I mean, because think about it, like, the best albums of this year probably have, like, a reasonable amount of songs on them. Like, J. Cole's album was, what, like, 12 songs? 11? Yeah, his wasn't too long. Uh, J. Ross was, like, what, 15 maybe, I think? Like, I I, I feel like the sweet spot is 12. And then I feel like if you go over... You don't want to do any more than 15. Okay. But once you start getting over 15, then it's like, all right, people are going to start, you know, they might lose interest or the song quality might suffer. But hmm. where do you rank Meek in this new generation of rap? Um, He's probably like a top 20 rapper. Okay. Top 25. What is he missing out on? What is he missing out on? What is he missing that will make him a better rapper? I think what he's been missing is that he hasn't been like this for most of his career. Do you think he's a high-tier lyricist? I think he's slightly above average. Okay. He's not like... You wouldn't put him in the level of like 
the Kendricks, the Coles, the Pushes, the Drake. You maybe not even. Well, is he better than Big Sean? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, he's not better than Big Sean. He's not like. He's really not a lyricist. He's not in that category. But he he's not like, and I'm not even like a huge like fan of like his overall music. But it's like, I I think he can rap. And I think he does have moments, like, especially on his album where it's just like, all right, yeah, Meek bodied that shit. But I wouldn't say he's like, he's not a tier one rapper. Maybe he's like a tier two, tier three rapper. I guess. I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I, yeah. he's a rapper that you can deal with on a lot of songs because he'll usually have like a straight verse. But my thing with Meek is that on his previous albums before this, I just didn't get like a lot of substance from him. And it was like, all right, I know you can do. I know you can do the trap record. I know you can do the club record. I know you can do the girl record sometimes too. But like, I want to hear like more sub. Like, I want to hear more substance. Like, I want to hear, like, I want to hear more introspect. And I feel like we got that on this album, and it was a result of the experiences that he's been through. Like sitting in the jail cell, like having this fucked up case with that judge, like all that different shit. Like he kind of, like this was really the the big thing that was on his mind now. Like, cause he. He experienced the system. He was like a victim of the system. Yeah. So it was good to see him like take those experiences and actually put it to music successfully. And we we we'd never really seen that from him before. We never really saw those layers of like personality and perspective from Meek Mill. So I mean, it, if he builds off this like going forward, I mean, Meek could be like a he could be a like a very good rapper like yeah. he might like this is a good album like I, I do think this is meek's best album so far i feel like there are a lot of there was high expectations for this album too you know fresh out of jail had to be because meek and he seems like he's met him because think about it which is good when when back to backdrop we all kind of like wrote meek off like all right yo yeah that, that's another thing people were bodying meek well, yeah, I mean, Back to Back was like... Uh, they threw Meek to the side. Back to Back had a big impact on Meek's uh, perception. Yeah, because people were burying him. Like, that was it. But when he went to jail... Okay, so wait, wait, wait. That all, all right. No, way. So, it was Back to Back. He was dating Nikki. He was wilding while he was dating Nikki. <laughs> and he it was like... It, 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 Meek largely became really unlikable, I think, to a lot of, like casual hip-hop fans probably i could see that yeah it's in the, you know back to back was probably like the start of it and like how he and how that beef started was also the start of it he was talking a lot of shit yeah so meek was wildin and i think that killed his perception a lot but you know once the relationship with uh nikki ended went to jail was able to kind of like reflect on things and you know you got to get credit to whoever is on his team that really kind of helped orchestrate you know this new you know type of a uh, direction for him it helped a lot so i mean this has been like a really good like if there was like a comeback rapper of the year award you would have to figure that meek would be he's definitely in the conversation might even be the favorite yeah because i mean Nobody really the way his career's had these ups and downs to the point where this guy was practically or like most buried. improved, you want to call it? In a way, yeah, most improved maybe. Because I I definitely put J Rock up there. Yeah, J Rock would be. I wouldn't say yeah. J Rock would be most improved. I think I didn't think J Rock had an album like Redemption in him, and I was gr- I was glad yeah. that he did 
because I really like J-Rock. he didn't really make this much noise with the previous two. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, if Meek keeps rapping like this, he, he could be a, like, I like I like this Meek Mill. This is a Meek that I could listen to. I, I find myself listening to a lot of the songs on this album again. Okay. Well, last thing on Meek, I guess we didn't really talk about the whole verse. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the whole verse is filthy. Wild. <laughs> whole verse is filthy. He spent for fun. like three minutes. That was that was a long verse. It was a long verse, but it it goes by kind of like it goes by quick. Yeah, that shit was fire. He says he said a lot of different things though. Like he he really might be the greatest of all time. I might put him above Nas just off that verse, bro. I'm I'm still sticking to Nas. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah. I'm but s- I'm just saying I'm this, he he's now building more of a case. So we, we I mean we, he's always had a case. No, nah, I'm waiting for that Nas album. The real Nas album. I mean, Jay Z has always had always had a case. To be oh yeah, definitely. Ever, but, but he's he's building it more, in my opinion, right now. He's an underrated lyricist. I mean, he says a lot of things that goes like far over people's heads. He's a, he's still not four forty four back. I mean, yeah, and you could look at this verse and the different things that he's talking about. Like, of course, when you think of Jay Z, he's always gonna have like those braggadocious, like I got more money than you bars. But the stuff that he's talking about here in terms of like, you know, people being ins- like black people being enslaved, being uh, having these fucked up music deals, like talking about 360s and shit like that, how we view view Billboard and shit like that. Yeah. And like the lines about uh, whatever you think is about Kanye, whatever you think is about Trump. Like he just says a lot of stuff in here that really kind of goes over your head and a lot of stuff that really should make people think. No, he, yeah, he he definitely makes people think. Yeah, like, first. Let, me, let me pull up the lyricist, motherfucker. That shit was crazy. But we we all knew he was coming with something. When I, I mean, saw that you, feature you had on the track list. When you, when, you hear that, when you hear that beat, or when you hear that sample, it's a legendary sample. And oh, yeah, they, that was the Biggie. Yeah, that's the Biggie, biggie sample. sample. So you know what's, they had to do justice to it. What's beef? Beef is when, oh. All right, so yeah, that, that is true. All right, so let me pull up the verse. All right. Do you, so, question, is it really a problem when people are always sampling other rappers? Mm-hmm. Like, do you hate that? Do you like it? I get nervous when people sample records, sample, I get nervous when people use a sample from a hip-hop record that already did it justice. Like... An example would be uh, uh, the Dipset song, I Really Mean It. So that's a great sample that was used by Just Blaze. And I forget what the, I forget who's the uh, artist on that sample, but it's a great flip, probably one of the best beats of that year. Maybe one of the best beats ever. And I think DJ Khaled used that same sample on a song for one of his albums, like his most recent albums. I can't remember a song. But I want to say it was produced by Beat Bully. And it's not a bad beat, but it's just, to me, there's just certain songs that are, like, implanted in your mind. And when you hear another song use that sample, it's weird because, like, this isn't how it's supposed to sound. So it it makes me nervous to hear. Like, so with with this, though, I think it worked because I think they flipped it well. And there's even another song on this, uh, I think, uh... It's on, it's trauma. Trauma uses the uh, getaway sample that Mob Deep used on uh, that Infamy album, and I mean Meek used a lot of like no, a lot of samples. 
Yeah, like, and I, I like that aspect of it that he was like getting people to flip samples like this. But yeah, it can. I mean, it can definitely make you a little nervous because last thing you want to hear is like a fucked up, like a really great sample with a fucked up beat. Okay. So, okay, yeah, I think that answers my question. So, so you're you're okay with it as long as they flip it correctly. Yeah, as long like as it, a, as long as it sounds good, I don't have a problem. A New York State of Mind sample. With they they got to deliver them. Milk, yeah, okay. They have to. I got like <laughs> you don't want to hear like you don't want to like start off with the sample. Like what's a what's a really what's like a really famous sample that like uh dead presidents. Okay, dead president. Okay, so um let's say uh let's say song cry by Jay. Okay. Okay, let's say that. If you hear let's say um who's a rapper that I can mention? Uh let's say Takeoff has a song. And it starts out with the song cry sample. It's just a sample. You're gonna get a little nervous. Not because you think Takeoff is bad at rapping, because you're like, okay. Like, this is a classic sample to a classic beat to a classic song yeah, he's from a classic album. Like, don't fuck this up. And if that beat drops and it's on some bullshit, <laughs> you're gonna be like, nah, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I like, I'm not doing it. I don't care how good I think takeoff is, I'm not doing that. It that doesn't work. Yeah. So you have to do the the more the higher profile a sample you take from a great hip hop song, the more pressure there is on you to deliver for the beat and deliver for the song. And this is one of those rare cases where they checked every box because you had a great beat, you had a great flip, you had a great song, and then we get arguably the verse of the year from Jay Z. I mean, yeah, it, this this beat. I mean, this song this had beef everything. Was free, yeah, like fits the title, yeah, all that substance, yeah. So I'm lo- I'm looking at this Jay Z verse, and my favorite part of this verse is when he said. They gave us pork and pig intestines. Shit you discard- discarded that we ingested. We made the project a wave. You came back, reinvested, and gentrified it. Took niggas sense of prize. Now how's that free? And then people stole the soul and hit niggas with 360s. Like, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> oh, God damn. Like, and, and, that, and that comes... That comes after when he's talking about, like, I ain't one of these house niggas you bought. My house like a resort. My house bigger than yours. I'm a field nigga. He said that in yeah. 44. Yeah, like, all the shit Jay's been spitting, like, the last few years has been just, like, on point. It's, yeah, it's, the pro-black shit has been on point. And he's, the other crazy part is that he's educating these motherfuckers. He's not just educating people on. He's educating all the listeners. Yeah, on so many different things. Like he's not just educating you on what's going on with how society views you and your race and what you really mean to this country. He's educating rappers right now on the fucked up deals that they're signing and the fucked up things that they're doing. Like, think about it. Like, how are you still signing a three sixty in twenty eighteen? Because you want money. But. It's like people are signing 360 deals with people, 
labels and execs that know nothing about hip hop. You want a three sixty deal or you want nothing? Nothing. You want nothing. Yeah. No, nothing. you you wouldn't say that if you came up if you were in that position, like you had to rap to make a living. You want if, something. If I was a rapper, I would not sign a three sixty deal. I think now you would. No, I, I would in your curse in your current age and state you would. But if you were a fucking a seventeen year old What's on your mind? Where your but priorities? then that just means you're just dumb. You're, you're well, yeah, you're dumb when you're younger. Yeah. So, so you, you don't. So get people that know what they're doing. Yeah, but they're not listening to Hove right now. <laughs> you gotta find people. It's like it's, it's like a when cycle. It's like when TLC came out. When TLC signed those fucked up deals, those slave deals with uh, God, what record label were they? On? They signed slave deals. They weren't making any fucking money, but the people that were in charge of their careers, they to uh compensate for that or to like kind of like push that to the side they were like they're like all right tlc be like yo so you know we got a we got double platinum uh, album out right now like you know when we getting paid they would look at you like uh 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 yo we got this new honda for you like <laughs> yeah hey, that's that's better than nothing yeah so but yeah but so you getting you, a honda yeah you young and you thinking like oh shit like i got a new car Yes, it's deceptive, but the, I'm just saying, like, that's how it is. They give you an asset that declines the more you drive it. You sleeping on the floor, and now you got a Honda, that's an upgrade. But they give you an asset that declines the more you use it, instead of just cold, hard cash. Well, shit, that's a car. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It, the more you drive it, the more it loses value. It's like sneakers. I think, okay, so a lot, a lot of more rappers are going independent now. Yeah. So, and, it is and the, changing, and the industry bit. is driven to that. Now, like, think about it. Now, with uh, with Spotify, now, like they have this new thing where you can just like upload songs upload straight, music, to, yeah. straight to Spotify, and you can get paid off your streams. That's like that's a game changer. You didn't used to be able to do that. Yeah, with established artists, that's fine. But yeah, if you ain't got a label backing you, that's a little different. But you don't necessarily need a label anymore to do like. For for distribution and stuff, okay, yeah, but you don't need a label to be big. A label can make you bigger. Like a label can take someone like Cardi B and make sure that you she's are in on every like, radio station. That, yeah, you you getting talked about in every podcast. Yeah, you getting talked about in, in everything. Yeah, a label can supply you things. Like a label can be like, yo, you're not a good. You don't write raps well. Here's a team of people who will write for you. Yeah, here's a here's, song. Here's songs that we have, you know, got for you. You know, here's you ain't gotta this, do shit. Yeah, they they can build they can build a star, but they can't build every star. And you no longer need to do that anymore. Like, think about it. Uh, I don't even know what label Check West is signed to. Mo Bamba was one of the biggest tracks like recently. Feel like I've heard it. I just can't remember. But I mean, did he make that while he was on like a major label? Oh, that's yeah. That was one of your favorite rappers you was talking about. I mean, it's a hard song. Check what? Yeah, you said go listen to his. Mo Bamba's a hard song. I never said go listen to the album. I said go listen to the Mo Bamba song because it's kind of hard. Nah, you was talking about Check West a lot. But yeah, I see what you're talking about. I mean, it's to the point now where any look anyone can be a rapper. You can wake up one day, decide you want to rap. Find a hot beat and make a song to it. Like we, like remember when I told you that uh, when designer made Panda, he bought the beat for two hundred dollars. Yeah, and it turned into not just one of the biggest rep records 
in hip-hop, that was one of the biggest records of the year. And it only cost him $200 for the beat. $200, that's it. We're definitely in a digital age. Yeah, like, even go, you go, even go back can, to, like, the mid-2000s. You can't do it. Yeah, you can't. I mean, you yeah. had to have, basically, a label. You had to. Yeah, you don't. Labels are getting phased out. Labels are just, they use people. They're just milking money off. You don't need, you don't necessarily need a huge label anymore to be successful. Yeah. Like, it doesn't do anything for you. Like. I agree. You watch, you, you watch Shark Tank? Or I, you seen it? Yeah, I watched it. All right, so. There are plenty of people who go in there with like inventions or like businesses that are like doing really, really well. And the sharks will look at them like, okay, so you have this great product. Your business is making money. Like I, I was watching uh I was watching last week. This chick went in there and she's like, Yeah, I make uh I made like one point five million dollars last year. And there was like, Okay, so after you pay yourself, how much do you have left over? And she was like, uh like Five hundred thousand or something like that. So they're like, okay, so you're making money. You have great profits, great margins, great business, great product. What do you need us for? And there are plenty of people who go on that like every single episode. Expand the business, but you don't need them for that. That's what I'm saying. Like you're you're making money. You have a great like audience you people are buying well, your some product people go on there with ideas that they need investments to yeah start. some people go on there because they they're clueless and they they need someone to do like the legwork but when you already have someone who's doing who's already doing everything well it's like what do you need us for and that's how like i feel like some of these artists now what do you need a big label for you don't need them you got instagram now you got facebook you can you can market yourself all the stuff markets yourself. Yeah, but then you look at Cardi B. You're like, wow, I can get as big as her. Well, you think about it. Cardi B got we big on Atlantic. her. She got big on her own, and then Atlantic made her bigger. Cause so she was at a strip club. Then so, she was doing all these digital stuff. She so, got bigger. Okay, so I'm a new rapper. I'm getting kind of big. Sky's the limit. What can I do to get bigger? Boom! Jump to a label. Okay, yeah, but then you're going to be splitting money with... Fucking 10 bitches to 20 bitches. You're going to be splitting money with, like, an 80-year-old nigga named, like, Frederick or something like that. Like, this 80-year-old, like, old white dude. I'm just saying, there's people who think like, like that. Yeah, Eric, I don't know anything about hip-hop, but I'm going to get 30% of... Well, they got to be white. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but that's how it is. It's motherfuckers that don't I, know the business. I agree. You know how many record label executives don't listen to hip hop? They just make money off it. Think about that. Yo, there's so many fucked up things in the world. It'd be like if I, it'd be like if I own the, it'd be like if I own like a restaurant I never ate there before. Hey, but you making money? I'm making money. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about. It. I don't know nothing about the restaurant business. I never ate this damn food, but I'm making money off of it. And I'm signing. I'm hiring niggas every day. That's how the record label is. And Jay Z just putting people on game. Like y'all, some dumbass niggas. That's what he's saying. Bruh. Other rappers have been saying that, like, for the past yeah. decade. It's just y'all just now starting but to But when Jay, Jay says Z. it, it has extra yeah. meaning. When Jay yeah. says it, it's I get different. That. I remember when Lupe was saying that shit, y'all niggas was laughing at him. You don't say it as cool. <laughs> exactly. So y'all <laughs> fake. So, but yeah, I, I agree completely. Um, 
I guess that's about it for the Mikel. Um, so then what about uh, Tory Lanez and Joyner Lucas? Have you heard I, the beef? I'll admit, I haven't listened to a record from You haven't this listened album. to any record? No. I've, I've like, casually followed it in terms of, like, I feel like every day it was like, yo, Joyner, body them. Nah, Tory, body them. It was just like, all right. Nah, Tory ain't body. I know it was, like, a friendly competition or whatever, but it's just like. Yeah, it didn't sound too personal. But Joyner bodied that second track with the Kodak. Is this uh, like the new wave? Kodak or, beat. Is this like the new wave of like friendly hip hop beefs? Where you just wake up one day and you like, I want to do a beef with my good friend and let's make some records. I feel like it's easier now, right? You just upload it. Yeah, every, post on Twitter. Easy. Yeah, here's my reply. <laughs> 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 trash. <laughs> I heard the nigga was on like Instagram and he was like explaining his lyrics in a, in a little song. Uh, Joiner. Oh, he whacked for that. I was like, dog, no, you don't explain it. Don't just let it's up for interpretation. Yeah, I was about to say. As, and I fuck with Joiner. I think Joiner is dope as fuck. Did Drake get on back to back and was like, yeah, this is what I was so, talking uh, about? <laughs> when I said this is, is that a world tour or your girls tour? Wait, I was talking about. <laughs> I, I kind of meant, you know. <laughs> yeah, Joiner kind of. He funny sometimes, but he can rap. Even Eminem saw that and put him on his album. Well, yeah, Joyner's sick. I think Joyner's going to be big in a few years. Pause. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a mass aspect, he, Yeah, but, he. I but, can see that too. Uh, so even without listening to the tracks, because you haven't, you would just so know then, that so Joyner who, probably bodied him. So have you listened to the tracks? I have. So you said Joiner won. I think Joiner won. Joiner, it it felt like a better diss or whatever friendly diss you want to call it. I felt Tory Lanez was just like, it was a general freestyle, like just saying he nice. He wasn't really targeting Joiner for anything. But Joiner came in and was like, "You feel like there's yeah, like, you still five three. <laughs> I feel like is it is it like wasting music to do all this like. They don't got shit to do. What do you mean? Like, for them to do this. Are they wasting music? Like, wasting energy? Like, what if Joyner had, like, a real hip-hop they're, beef like that actually came out? entertaining fans. Is that worth people it? People love beef. <laughs> Is that worth it? Yo, people love beef. I'm pretty sure we talked about this. Yo, Push <laughs> said something on his album, and then, like, they was like, Yo, Drake, where you at with the reply? <laughs> He was yeah, so they fake. Want, like, yeah, they wanted that reply like uh, instantly. He was so fake. Like a nigga would be like, "Yeah, Tory Lane's trash," and he'd be like, one second later, "Yo, Tory, what's your response, bro?" <laughs> like, like, yo. <laughs> I mean, Tory can rap. He he was rapping on it. I just I felt like it was more generic. Like if you listen to it, you probably uh, know what I'm talking about. But he wasn't I, really. I, I had to check out. Some he was of saying songs. stuff, but he wasn't. He was being very indirect. Subliminal. I I just think Joiner's was more direct. Like, I feel like on paper I would just expect that Joiner would just yeah, and Joiner's a better rapper. We don't expect that from Tory. Well, Lanez. yeah, Joiner held his own with Eminem on the track. Yeah. So, I when I heard about the beef, I was like, damn, Tory Lanez got body. But I mean, he held his own. Now, what I don't understand is Tory coming out after the beef saying, "Yo, push a T." You got next. So you got a he called, yeah, he called him out. And where is Tory Lanez from? Toronto. Is, is that why he called out Pusha T? 
I don't know. I mean, he felt why, like some type of way about. I didn't know Tory was like really trying to like like pursue this whole rap thing. Oh, he felt he felt good about this. He felt he toward you know he stretched Joiner. Now he said, I, "I want the best." He's calling out Push, but is Push the best at rap beef? I, I mean, I know he's like one of one of the best. I, I guess there's a little bit more bias. Yeah, probably. So wait, are is it over or are they still doing like songs? Who? Joiner and it's over for me. I don't have to listen to more. So they haven't dropped like any new I don't did they take like a break for like if they have, or something? I, I haven't listened. I only listened to the back to back to back to back. So it was about four diss tracks, two each. I'll have to check it out. Like I don't know, I just can't get like inspired by like, yeah, you know, I wanna hear them have like a little friendly friendly beef. I just, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I can't. Really it's pretty relevant. It's relevant beef. Like we listened to them Eminem and GK beef. wasn't a huge beef, but you know. I mean, it was like really one sided. Okay, yeah. this one's not really one sided. Joiner's nice. Yeah, Joiner's dope. Joiner's really, really nice. He just he. I like He be, a he lot. be doing some questionable things. Like he said, Logic stole his idea. Off that suicide song. Oh, the one eight hundred thing. Yeah, because you know Joyner's last album was that suicide. Yeah. Mm. So I thought that was a little of a stretch, and then he got on and he's explaining his diss lyrics. That's another stretch. <laughs> this whole thing. He just does some questionable things. All right, so let's get off uh, Joyner and Tory since that's whole. <laughs> Let's get uh, dip dipset. All right, since we both heard that, what did you think of the dipset? It was straight. Oh. I I did just. I think I've heard it once. Um, all the way through, I thought it was straight. It was nothing, all right. Nothing too, you know. It wasn't amazing. Wasn't. It was all right. Bad. It was straight. I like that on God song. Or yeah. I hate on God. No, nah, that shit. That does nah. not go. It, is, it does not go. <laughs> Easily, that is not it. I feel all right. So here's, why? All right. So here, here's my thing about this Dipset album. The tracks that I thought. Okay, so when when people do these like reunion albums, or it's like God. older like when it's like older rappers trying to like you know get the band back together, or whatever, whatever. I like hearing records that I feel like okay. They would have made this song in their prime. Like th- I could see this song being made in their prime. Yeah, that second song I felt like, like the Dipset uh, Forever felt. I, I really yeah. like that song. Yeah, like the but intro like, and Dipset Forever and yeah, maybe Sauce Boys and like uh, there's another one on there I think too. Uh, I forget the basically any of the Heatmaker tracks from there. I think they would have made. Cause those have that vibe where it's like, all right, that had that dipset vibe. Yeah, they had that classic dipset vibe. But but that's what hold on, that's what people want. Yeah, but I feel like some of the songs on this didn't have that. Like the murder oh, beats track. Oh, okay. Well, the murder beats track, I feel like didn't have that. That's that's on God, right? Did murder Was produce it? on God, or did he produce another one on there? I'm not sure. I feel like murder might have produced two. I can't remember. But what about that no sleep song with Tory Lane? Oh, I, I like I that. Uh, I didn't like No Sleep. The Locks and Dipset song. I like that, that shit, song. That okay, shit. yeah, I like the lot. Yo, Jadakiss underrated. 
Jadakiss, to me, I think Jadakiss is arguably the greatest feature rapper ever. Really? Arguably. Yeah, he... I mean, think about it. Legendary. From, like, remixes to just... Re- Jada's always very consistent. He he puts he out great... He might have had Verse version. of the Year on that Schoolboy Q track. Yeah. Do you remember that from Blank Face? That shit was nice. Yeah, probably. You sleep. Probably. I mean, Jada's... Right, Jada body year, shit. But, there. but yeah, Jada yeah, body I, shit, I, yeah. Yeah, I see what you're talking about. But, like... And he body five on that. It's about on Freddie vs. Jason yeah. shit? Yeah. Um, Kiss body five. I like. I, I really like know. that. I don't know. What? I don't know. Right. I'd have to go back and listen to it. I, I've I always be playing my shit on shuffle, and I heard the uh, Freddie vs Jason intro like a week ago on my shuffle. Yeah. Oh my god, that song is fucking crazy. That beat is Fab. Fab did what? Well. All right. The the first the Fab's part. That beat is sick. But then Kiss came in. Kiss killed it. No, Fab. I think Fab had the best verse on the intro. I'm talking about on the whole album. I think Kiss. On the whole got thing, the best I, of I, I feel like it's even. I don't know. I think it's. Close. I, gotta, I gotta go back and listen. But that, I, it's that, a good straight. Yeah, it is a good album. I like that. I album feel like a lot. I love Fab. Yeah, so that's a good just, album. But I think see, and and that's okay. So if we apply that to this Dipset thing, that Fab ver, uh, Freddie vs Jason thing, I feel like they would have made that in their prime. Like that whole that album sounds like some shit that they would have made in their prime. Like. The intro, soul food, theme music, a lot of that stuff sounds like stuff that they would make. Like it doesn't sound like they're chasing not Fab. You don't think Fab makes those records? I feel like lyrically, yeah, but not with those beats. I think you would have made those beats. They sound like early they sound like some that don't, shit. That don't sound like street dreams, Fab. Those beats I mean, were mixtape. It could mixtape Fab, yeah. Mixtape Fab, okay, yeah. I think you would have made them but shit. Not album Fab. Yeah, okay. I can see what you're talking But about. yeah, so it's like if we apply that, I feel like half of this Dipset album was songs like that, and the other half was, okay, let's get this Tory song, let's get yeah. this, let's get the... like. They have to adapt to new times. It just didn't sound good to me, though. And it, you know what, else, what sounded weird? Joel sounded weird. With the whole... Yeah, I, I get I, he doesn't I, have the, like, the teeth thing or whatever, but it, just, <laughs> it didn't work for He me. doesn't sound like old Joel's... Uh, it sounded, Jim sound he's Jim was the best part of this album. Yeah, he different. Jim carried this album. That's crazy Cam to think of. Straight. Cam was alright. I and I, I really like Cam. Cam was just alright to me. But Jim is the hot basically if you go through all of these songs, the songs get worse when Jim is not on it. I think. Okay. It's like Sauce Boys starts off really good. Jim kills it. And then it's just like Joel's versus uh, Cam's versus okay, but Ju- yeah, I could definitely tell Joel. Yeah, the hook the hook is just it's just not there. Yeah, like the hook is the boys got the yeah. sauce, got the sauce. Yeah, that prime, bro. This is like, and I still haven't listened to Jim's solo project. I haven't either. I heard, it's I heard it's good though, but Jim is Jim is still good. There's just so many albums. It's hard to keep up. I, that's yeah. why I don't like. So I don't even know if we can have a top. I mean, I've listened to the relevant. I mean, albums. I can tell you my favorite albums from this year. I I can't tell you fact that this is the best album of the. I I can't say that. I I couldn't be like, no album is better than Kod. I, I don't know if I can say that because there might be an album to lose. Yeah, but in your opinion. In my opinion, that's my favorite album this year. I think it still is. Like I I go back and listen to it. 
Like, what I do is I have, I acquire my music, and then I unzip it on my phone and I listen to it. And once I'm done listening to it in full, uh, I'll delete songs that I don't like, and I'll keep the rest. And then that goes into my shuffle. I still have the entire KOD album in my phone. I have not deleted any songs. And if any of those songs come on shuffle, I, I can listen to it. That's an album you have to listen all the way through. You don't really shuffle around. Yeah, but but you see what I'm saying? Like all those songs are good. Yeah. It's like and I don't know, I like, I feel like I haven't heard an album this year that really like is as complete as that one. It's my favorite album, I think, of this year. I got KOD at one, Daytona at two, and then yeah, some others. What about Dummy Boy? What's our next topic? <laughs> I thought he said he listened to Dummy Boy. I no. You fake as fuck. I think I I I told I said I listened to like a Tory Lane song on there, and I told you, Takashi, because I guess we about to talk about Takashi. He was saying, "nigga" in every bar, and we were talking about <laughs> what race is he. <laughs> Why why do y'all let him slide so, with saying, you know, nigga so, all the time? Alright, so let's get on to Gashi then. Uh so you haven't really been following the whole situation. I have. So I know he got he got charged with Rico or racketeering criminal shit. Yeah. Uh has he been released since then? No. Well he released been. his album. Okay, no, he... The album only released because it leaked. Are you what? Oh, is that why he came they, out saying he's gonna release? So, it? It, it you have to keep in mind it's rare in today's music that an album leaks. Like back in like the early two thousands, albums used to leak like weeks ahead of the actual release date. Yeah, but now like music like labels and artists they have more control over their shit. And they release them themselves now, and it because everything is digital now. It's just like you upload it to iTunes and it's out. Okay. So for this album to leak, very rare, and it leaked about I want to say it leaked maybe a good two or three days before they officially released it. So they didn't want the album to come out, but because it leaked. They actually had to like officially release it so they could, you know, so they could make the money. Okay. Well, then, yeah, I saw that. Saw it got released. Uh, so he's still he's still locked up. Yeah, he's not. His trial set for what next September? Yeah, they're not gonna let him post bail. Think he's, he'll, he's, think he'll make some music from jail? How? <laughs> I don't know. I know Gucci used to write rhymes in, in jail. I mean, I know they used to do that thing like where you rap over the phone and shit. But it sounds bad. It sounds trash. But it's so he done. I mean, if a the fed, fed if the feds have a case on you, there's like a ninety five percent conviction rate. <laughs> so the odds are not in his favor at all. He is going. Okay, so of the people, there was like multiple people arrested. Him, Shoddy, Mel Murder. Uh, Hernandez. Oh yeah, he's six nine. Huh? That's six nine. That's his real name. Oh, is it really? 
Yeah. Yo, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's his real name, Dan Hernandez. So him, Shoddy, Mel Murder, and one or two other people. Oh, okay. So, considering all that, they have all them. What was I, what was I gonna say? They're all gonna do time. Varying, it, it might be varying degrees. Think they can get a deal, maybe. Well, that's why that's why the case isn't until next September because nobody's gonna post bail. They're all being held still. They're trying to. It's just a waiting game. They're gonna see who who rats out first. Survival of the fittest. Who rats? Somebody is going to rat, and they already. Did you see the news that they have an informant that was in their crew? Yeah, I heard about that. So, they're they're fucked. So they're done. Yeah, they're done. They had, they had. <laughs> if, if, the, if the case was to, if the uh, the court hearing was today, they it'd be a wrap. They they have everything they need to book that nigga. They have everything. Feds do not. When when there's an investigation, feds do not get everyone until they have everything they need to get your ass in court. <laughs> It ain't one of those things where it's like, all right, I sort of got evidence, so let me just throw. We have everything we need. This is what you face. Your move. This nigga could do 32 years to life. Think about that. 32 to life. And he's what? 32 is life, bro. 32. I mean, no, but he's like what? 20? Ain't he like 22 years old? Hey, so if you go to jail for 32 years, tell me that ain't life. I mean, you're going to miss like. Your the life. Key, you gonna miss the key portions of your life. When yeah, you get yeah. out of jail, you about to be an old ass nigga. <laughs> you gonna you gonna go in the jail, one of the hottest rappers in the world, and leave an old ass nigga. Imagine that. Imagine imagine you really good at something. Like let's say you a really good basketball That's player. That's really crazy. Yeah, that he's crazy. the hottest rapper. I mean, he's arguably the hottest rapper. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Well, things have changed. I mean, hey. That's that's what I it grew is. up. Lil Wayne was the hottest rapper. Well, now Takashi the hottest rapper. Damn, damn, dummy boys, you know that's that new fire. It's so it's fucking Treyway. Do you think SoundCloud rap will? Yeah. Forever be here. Yes. This is like that kind of just. Yes, one hundred percent. This is will this that, is. We'll never get back to the lyrical times. Different era. Different era, man. Like good game. Think about it like this: when when rappers like Nas and like Snoop Dogg were coming up, they were coming up in like the like eighties and nineties. And think about what was going on during those times. Now go to twenty eighteen. You're. It's always like a. You're. I feel like people are always a product of what they grow up in. You grow up in the 80s and 90s much more raw, you know, not everything's not as superficial, it's not digital. You you when you wanted to make a record, you go to the studio, record it, they put it on vinyl. Press on vinyl. Okay. Today, you want to rap, you wake up, you go to your bedroom, you got a studio, got a mic. Got a mic, record something, upload it to SoundCloud or Spotify. Make your beats right there. You can make your beats on studio. Fruity, uh, hey. Fruity Loops. Hey. Yeah, you record everything, you upload it to SoundCloud or Spotify, you put it on social media, everyone hears it. Before it, to get everyone to hear it, they had to dis- distribute it. 
distribute all the vinyl, distribute the radio. They have to beg people to play songs. So you think it's easier to come up now than it was back then? Yes. Easy. Anyone can be a rapper. You could be a rapper right now. Yeah, but okay. You could be a rapper. So if you wanted but, to be a rapper, you could be one tomorrow. But there's a plethora of rappers. Not all. like Higher chance, though. Higher chance. Of, there's a higher chance of you being able to wake up and get lucky with a hit record than there was, let's say, 20 or 30 years ago. Higher chance, by far. Because back then, you, you had to... Connections meant more. Yeah, I feel like you had to have cosign. Like it was. Yeah, connections meant more. You had to have some money. It, it took more time to to create records. Like there, it was a lot more that goes into the process of everything. Okay. Like if you were like Dr. Dre, you couldn't just wake up and be like, "I'm gonna be the doctor today," and then, damn, I just made a hot beat, put it on SoundCloud or whatever, and. All right, now everybody hears it. You can reach billions of people now with social media. With anything you do, when if anything you say, with anything you do. Yeah. It it's available for the world it's, now. There, there's yeah, it's, it's You don't need right. It's that's definitely more possible. That's what Jay like that's what Jay-Z was saying on the What's Free verse. Like we grew like Jay-Z was saying when we grew up, Billboard meant something. Because that was the only way we had to know if people were listening to your music. It was the only way. Now it's fuck Billboard. Now it's like, all right, yeah, Billboard now, they count streams. And streams come from a variety of sources. They come from Spotify. They come from iTunes. They come from Pandora. They come from all these different sources. Not just radio. So it's like, all right. That's why he's like, Billboard is some fucking chumps now. It doesn't really mean, mean it doesn't really mean anything because numbers are inflated. Yeah. You put your record out like that's it. That's how like when when an album drops, all the songs are charted on Billboard now because it's about streams. Any anytime an album gets streamed, that counts towards Billboard. If it's a big artist, counts towards Billboard. Six Nine probably has a bunch of songs on Billboard right now because the album just dropped. Doesn't mean those doesn't mean those songs are like hits. But they're getting streamed because people are listening to the album. But back then, it was like, if an album, if a if song was on Billboard, it was a single. A lot of people were listening to. It. How how did he get so big? Do Six nine. The, yeah, do you know the background about that? I don't know. I don't follow that nigga. <laughs> I I just know like, I just know one day I was riding my car. And it was like it's that new song from uh Takashi Six Nine. It was Come like on. it was like. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck is <laughs> I was like, yo, it's B hard, but what the fuck? I, I didn't know the backstory. Then I, I had no idea what was going on. So okay. no, I don't I don't I don't know how he got so big. But I think I think the SoundCloud rapper thing will die someday. I don't I don't think it's going anywhere. I think the rainbow hair a tattoo on the face. I think six nine is showing you what you should never do, but I, as far as how he came up, I think that's just gonna continue. That's just how it is now, man. Uh, I think something else will come. Trippy along. Red, something else will come along. Trippy Red, uh, all these got all these new got next decade from online. We'll see something else. Like what? It just just like the skinny jean era. But how else? But how else are you gonna get on now? How how else? 
if you're a new rapper, how else do you distribute your music except You don't visually? have to be a fuckboy. It's the easiest thing to do, though. It's, it is, but... So now this, this we can go into our other topic. J.I.D. I mean, I, okay, I have it, but I have not listened to it yet. Well, you've heard about him, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I heard he's really nice. Well, I feel like there's a lot of lyrical rappers that are coming up now in the new gen. But, so, but you have to be lyrical and you have to be able to make a song. Yeah. It, it's not just music. one thing to be lyrical. You got to know how to make a song. And even those niggas that aren't lyrical, if they don't know how to make songs, they die out. They're, they're, they're uh, what's the word? They're expendable. Die out. Yeah, you got to be able to make some type of hit. Yeah. And that's like that's what I hear about J.I.D. is that it's kind of like Kendrick and J. Cole where he's lyrical, but he can make That's my songs. only beef with him. What? Like when you listen to that album, you're gonna get. You might have to double double take real quick because he sounds just like Kendrick, like the cadence, the tone, the flow. Hey, I heard everything. That. Okay, yeah, I heard. I've heard that. Yeah, and it's just it's kind of crazy because. Well, Kendrick is inspiring a lot of people, but y'all people have gave people shit for Biden's people's flows and lyrics and all that shit. Are yeah. we gonna give him shit for that? If it doesn't sound good, because y'all, if it doesn't sound good, we're not gonna give him shit at all. I mean, I mean so if, if it, it sounds, sounds if it good, sounds, he's allowed to bite. Is, is that what I'm hearing? I thought that's always been the case. What? Hasn't that always been the case? If somebody makes a song using a certain flow, but it sounds good, don't do we not care? I mean, like if somebody uses the Migos flow on a record, but it's hot as fuck, like do we care? A hot song's a hot song. So we don't care. That's that's what you're saying. I think we only comp- like, uh, like earlier when we were talking about samples. Like if someone uses a great sample from a song, but they kill it, then we don't care. But if they use a great sample and they ruin it, then we care. So it's that's like a little different. But it's like whatever you do, you have to kill it. I guess. Like if you're gonna use the Migos flow, make it sound hot. You know, like if you're gonna use Drake's flow. At least make it sound good. At least maximize it. You don't want to copy someone and don't and, and don't go all the way. If you're gonna copy somebody, copy somebody. So you're allowed to copy somebody. I mean, I guess what's the difference between copying and influence? Influence is a little different. Like when J. Cole is influenced by Nas, I don't hear straight Nas from his song. I yeah, hear he can be. Oh, he, yeah. This. Oh, he's influenced by Nas. I can. I can see that. I don't play the song in my car and like when they're listening to J Cole, they're like, "Yo, is this Nas?" You you don't ever get that. When you play JID in the car, but is it good? Gonna say, but what, what it, Kendrick song is this? But is it good music? If it's good J, music, yeah, JID is straight. Okay, so if it's good music, people are gonna be like, "All right, what the fuck are you talking about?" People are gonna look at you funny. They're gonna be like, "Nigga, it's good music. I don't give a fuck." <laughs> All right, whatever. I mean, think about it, because Kendrick. It's not like Kendrick is an originator or something. Kendrick. So, because everyone gets their style from somebody. So, because y'all was killing Action Bronson. Because he sounds like Ghostface. Yeah, y'all was killing him then, but y'all not gonna kill JID. I just don't like Action Bronson's music. 
But I'm saying people were killing him over that. Like you see in the comments, oh he's, uh, man he stole Ghostface flow. Ghostface is a great rapper, and I guess some is people, Kendrick not. But I guess some people don't think that Action Bronson's music is good. Okay. So they feel like. Or like, but you, if if Ashton Bronson legitimately sounds like Ghostface, then he does. Then yeah. So what can we do about that? It's, it's one thing if you. It's one thing if you just like you wake up and then you like try and teach yourself how to sound like Ghostface, but like it's like how designer sounds like Future. Yeah. Design Is that like, Biden. No, because remember when we thought like when we first heard Panda, he's like, "Wait, this is not Future." We were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. But it it turns out that when you actually listen to designers' interviews, he sounds. He just happens to sound just like Future. Or like Logics. They they say he bite Kendrick. Yeah. People giving a shit for that. I just... Are we allowed to pick and choose with who bites what? I mean, I did, think Did we, Hove bite Biggie? Yes, but it sounded great, so no one cares. Okay. So, so it's like, like, it's like... As long as it sounds... Okay. But like... Think about it like this. Kendrick is not the originator of his style because you can tell he's influenced by like uh Eminem, some Andre 3000. Yeah, but he developed his own style from being influenced. Yeah, by but early Kendrick would you say like you could kind of hear the Eminem like you could kind of hear it a little bit. When he does like the little voices and shit like you can hear it. So it's like yeah, he might have like made it his own like put his own spin on it now, but it's just like, you know, Early, when you're first coming out, okay, you can tell the influence, but once you start figuring things out, you kind of take it in your own direction a little bit. Okay. Like, because new rappers are always, like, subliminally influenced. Like, especially now, today's new rappers, like, with Gucci and Wayne and all them. So, it's like, they might sound like that. Hmm. Yeah. That's probably... Yeah, I haven't listened to A lot to of people either. try to imitate Wayne. Yeah. Cause... Wayne was, like... I, he was he was huge. Like rap fans, like like rapty rap fans, like Wayne, and then like non rapty rap fans, like Wayne. He was like a perfect balance. Yeah, of, yeah, Wayne yeah, could he was rap. Just a great mesh. Wayne could freestyle. He could rap. He, he could, could make good songs. He was, yeah, he was doing everything. Yeah. So, but okay. So as long as you're good at it, okay, I can. Yeah, I mean I that's that's at least how I view it. I mean, if you if you do justice to it, then cool. If not, then. I don't want to hear the shit. All right, what else we got? Uh, but yeah, listen so. to Caprio too. Let me know what you think. But I brought him up is because people were put in JID. They said, "Is he the greatest lyricist right now?" I mean, I, I have no idea how to respond to that because I haven't heard him. But <laughs> they I mean, said, a lot of people say that JID is gonna blow up. Yeah, they. I've listened. He's he's nice. He might be not. I mean, but they were putting him up there with Nas, up there with Hove, up there with Kendrick, up there with Cole. I mean, that's just some people just with, don't understand music. Like that's. I it was. I read a whole article on new hip hop. The JID is just as good as Nas. He was in the conversation. It's no. the the title of the article is is JID currently the games the games the games best lyricist so he up there with black so, he up so there what's with, the game that's he up the there with, he up there with black thought it's black thought's name was in there that's I, I'm just I wanted your opinion on it. all right man I, next topic bro I, I, don't, I don't got time for shit it had bro. Royce M it nah. had all next topic nah uh, what else we gotta talk about that might be all that we have but I mean. No wait, what's this tweets after nineteen ninety eight? 
shit that you have? <sighs> I forgot. I was just going to clown some people. About being born after 1998? Off being just like... <laughs> just idiots. About what? About hip-hop. Like, I've like, seen a say? tweet... Yo, Jay-Z ain't never snapped before. What the fuck y'all talking about? <laughs> or just like... Some just like tweets to anger about. people like... One, don't know what they listen One to. Mike is the most garbage song I've ever heard. I've seen this shit. Or you be hanging out with and following. It's not who I be hanging out with. It's I'm on Twitter, bro. <laughs> I see this shit on Twitter. I see what, what people are saying. Jay Z is the most trash, overrated rapper. Don't at me. You be following like Trippy Red fan ninety seven. Name, name one good Jay Z song. Top five rappers all time. XX Tentacion, Six Nine, Kanye, Lil Xan, Lil Pump. I just want to know like, cause this is a upcoming generation. I, I want to know. Who you follow, like Lil Pump Forever 92? I just be searching stuff. <laughs> Lil Pump 92. Like Treyway, Treyway the Gang 5. Like It's just, it's crazy now. It's just. I mean, people have opinions, man. Like, well, like but I, I know some of these people, they've only listened to like, you know, two or three artists. So they make an opinion. Well, yeah, hip hop is, hip hop is weird now because it's by far the most popular genre available and there's so much of it and people don't really listen to i mean it's impossible to listen to all of it but people get enjoyment out of listening to like two or three artists and then they're just like all right yeah he the goat he the second goat and then he the third goat everybody else can <laughs> kick rocks everybody else trash yeah that's what how it is. nobody listening to nas like yeah that's that's some people like i said some people did not grow up on nas we're in an era now where the people who listen to music they didn't i didn't grow up, up on, on jordan specifically but i can go back and but some people have no interest in going back and watching michael jordan some people have no interest in going back and researching michael jordan in actually understanding his career they'll never understand the context but if they understand the facts if they understand how good he was some people just have no interest in that some people just rather be like yo lebron is the best i don't give a fuck what happened 20 years ago that's just how it is yeah, there's a lot of LBJ, Jordan. Yeah, it's like, uh, luckily for debates. me, like, I grew up on Michael Jordan, so I understand the context. I just think Jordan would have been able to do the same thing he did back then as the lead. and now. Yes, Michael Jordan would be even better now because there's, like, think about it, like, Michael Jordan played in an era where you could hand check. <laughs> but, like, the, like, okay, <laughs> the most playoff points, for example, I think that's kind of stupid because back then it was, it was five games. Yeah. It wasn't seven. There were so, there were five game series, yep. So there was there was less games for Jordan to put up rack up points. Yes. I just think that's a fix. That's a little inflated. No, records are meant to be broken. Just because you have just because look, at the end of the day, LeBron James and we're going on top, but LeBron James <laughs> might very well finish as the all time leading scorer in NBA history. Yeah. Then again, the current all time leading scorer in NBA history is Carl Malone. Is it not Kareem? I think it's Carl Malone. Okay. I don't know. Is either Carl Malone or Kareem? But then again, but so you wouldn't be like, yeah, Carl Malone got more points than Michael Jordan, so he better like, no, <laughs> like that doesn't mean anything. Like it's it's, it's a record. It's, it's a stat. It's a record. It could mean something. Yeah, but it's a record. It it has everything to do with longevity and not necessarily who the better player is. Because if we get down to it, I mean, we're talking about two different generations here. Basketball doesn't play the same way. The rules are different. 
Yeah, they had JID in the conversation with Black Thought. And that was wild. And I'll say this, like, and I'm, I'm looking forward to listening to JID because I never heard him before. But he's got some hard. Yeah, I hear he's great. So maybe, hey, maybe he is the next like the next big thing. He might be like. Remember the way people used to talk about Kendrick Lamar? People were like, "Yo, Kendrick could be the next." Maybe he is the next big thing. Uh, Kendrick is the the big thing. Yeah, but before he was like people talked up Kendrick like crazy. Like, so I mean, maybe yeah. But when Good Kid, Mad City dropped, yeah. So maybe JID is like the next guy that's gonna drop like a a great Capitol. album and have this great career. Yeah, we'll see. He, he might, but you know, but right now, it to me, even without like listening, it would seem weird to be like. Yeah, this guy is as good as Nas. <laughs> like, I think they meant lyrically. I, I, just, to me, Nas is in a on a planet that very well, you, few rappers are capable of getting to. Remember those Lupe tweets I showed you? Yeah, of when people were in his mentions, they said, <laughs> "Yo, someone said you bugging." Kendrick is ahead of Nas from a longevity and consistency standpoint by a mile. That's wild. Or, but he's right though. Nas has two classics. Kendrick already has three. <laughs> so I don't know. Ah, but yeah, that's. I think that's, that's all we have, really. That's all we got. Uh, yeah, I think that's. I don't know. When, is is there like any new music coming out by the end of the year, next week, or anything like that? I don't think so. There is. Who? But it's just. What do you think about I mean, the whole stuff? All it's the not things. a lot of music you'll probably listen What do you think to about it? all the things with DJ Academics? I don't talk about that cornball. What you want me to say? Like, I don't know. I mean, no, I'm just saying I think his role or the role that people think he's playing in this whole 6 9 thing is interesting. He's been doing this shit since he came up. This is what Vig Mensa yo, pressed him for on yeah. fucking Everyday Struggle, which y'all was clowning Vic for. But, like, Vic has some, like, real concerns. Like, oh, you sitting there making making little co- comedy videos about somebody I grew up with saying, oh, he, oh, the Grim Reaper out to get you. Like, shit about Chicago violence. Like, bro, he don't live that Wait, shit. he said the Grim Reaper was out to get you? He said some, some bullshit. And he had this, like, corny-ass voice coming on. <laughs> like, I understand Vic's concerns. I just didn't, like, Vic was like, yo, I'm gonna just whoop your ass on stage. But, like... You know what's funny? He's been like doing a, this shit this whole time. There's like DJ Academics like copies now. Copies of what? You never, you know, like haven't seen of them? him. Yeah. On yeah. This. <laughs> <laughs> this is dude. I was like, I was going down like a YouTube like rabbit hole, and there's like this dude on there like I think his name's like Dom is live, but it's like the same style. There's plenty of them. There's like they, you know, they do like the little like weird video style where it's like. The repetitive video and then it's like the video starts and it's like yeah it's your boy you know <laughs> you know it's your boy special k well, everyone talk about special that. k the news and Speak red. Yeah, it's like yeah uh, six nine is back in the news it's just like <laughs> what the fuck that's what people want to hear about which is that that the younger generation i mean i know i mean hey people are making money off of it that's why I, I, making I, a killing what, off bro of it. i hate being called a millennial i mean I'm in that group that eat Tide Pods. What's wrong with being a millennial? Yeah, I'm in that group that ate, that put Tide Pods on their pizza and ate it. That, I mean, that's wild. I heard that, Tide Pods are good, though. 
Uh, <laughs> so you saying you, you wouldn't eat a Tide Pod again? Uh, well, I think that's <laughs> I think that's about it for Raph Edit. I, I don't know. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being a millennial, man. Embrace it. No, I I'm fine with it. I'm just kidding. But it's just like it's wild. Like they're they doing all this crazy shit that, like, yo, I would never do. People are fucked I, up, bro. I snorted, you know, some Smarties back then, you know. Damn, that's what millennials do. Y'all snort Smarties and eat Tide Pods. We was out here. I don't do none of that shit. No. I don't think I'm a millennial. I forgot what you I You like am. Generation X or something. Oh, yeah, that's why I'm Generation Y or whatever <laughs> that shit is called. I don't know. I, you, I don't. You that hoe. You a hoe. I'm a hoe? Yeah. I don't think I'm a hoe. What you about to go do tonight? I don't know what I'm gonna do tonight, but I figure something. Let me end this episode first, then I'll tell you what I'm gonna do tonight. But uh, yeah, this is uh, episode hey, hey. seven, I think. Of no, this is episode eight, I think, of rap edit. Uh, we will see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>